Welcome to Learned Lag, a podcast about yesterday's Learned League questions and answers. I'm Amanda. And I'm George. Amanda and I are both in Zephyr A. This is season 29 for me and season 25 for Amanda. And this is day 23 of season 97, the anti-penultimate day. One of my very favorites, and this one is particularly special because we are playing each other. And yep. as regular listeners know, that means we have not discussed any of the questions. I take that back. I had to tell her about a really good joke that I did <laughs> about one of the questions, but we did not reveal whether either of us had gotten that one. Right. So we don't know anything about how the other one did yet. And Indeed. we're going to score it live here on the podcast. On this house divided house edition divided. of the podcast. So let's get into it. Uh, question one asks us, uh, gives us the works of a progressive social anthropologist and mentions that they were a contributor to Red Book magazine a few decades after their anthropological work. Uh, so my first thought was Margaret Mead, uh, because that's a, an anthropologist I know. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then I kind of tried to f- make everything else fit. Coming of age in Samoa kind of made sense to me. Like, I thought that was her thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the Red Book part, I believe Red Book is a women's magazine. Mm-hmm. Um, and probably was 60 years ago. So I kind of figured, okay, that's that leans more toward a female anthropologist. So that supports it being Margaret Mead. True. Um, and I just, I, I just couldn't think of another probably female anthropologist and i just really felt like i'd heard of coming of age in samoa specifically as like somebody's big breakout that i knew mm-hmm. and since the only one i could think of was margaret mead i said mead uh i had much the same thought um i i think you know this is another piece of trivia that i feel like i've solidified in the, the sort of the latter years of my life um where coming of age in samoa in particular is kind of almost a Pavlovian, you know, response of Margaret Mead. Um, I didn't know that she had written for Red Book, but it certainly made sense. And yes, Red Book is, is or was a women's magazine. I'm not sure if it's still published uh, at this point. But uh, yeah, all all the signs uh, pointed to Margaret Mead and, you know, just the, the, the other titles I had not heard of or committed to memory before, but Coming of Age in Samoa really clinched it for me. So I put down Mead. And that was correct. You Deep. got two points. You got three. Wow. Lucky you. Probably a good bet. I that Well, you know. Definitely one where if I hadn't picked up necessarily on the Red Book clue, I might well have just sailed right past it possibly being a woman in my primitive male brain. Would just assumed <laughs> that it was a dude and tried to figure out somebody else. <laughs> well, you could do an anthropological study about that, I'm sure. <laughs> Um, I, I put the three on it more like, because if you couldn't pull that specific name right out of the ether, like there's, you know, if, if you couldn't get a handle on that, then there's just no real other into the question. I don't think. Sure. Um, so that's why that made sense as, as the three for me. Yep. Okay. Question two asks us, what does NPC stand for in the world of gaming? So I just picked this up along the way of, you know, both gaming and kind of the memes that surround it, because Mm -hmm. a lot of, you know, sort of reference gets made to non-player characters um, in just I've seen like elaborate everything from sort of elaborate like fictionalizations about NPCs to, you know, just your standard 
um, macro or whatever kind of meme about them. Mm -hmm. Um, And so that's one that I've just kind of uh, glommed onto. I put down non-player character. Yep. Uh, I've been playing role-playing games since the early 80s, and this is a thing. Yeah. It's always been a thing. There have always been NPCs. It has always meant non-player character. Okay. See, I didn't know if it, it dated prior to video games. Oh, That's yeah. actually interesting oh, to know. Yeah, yeah it, mm-hmm. comes from, uh, it comes from D&D. I remember in would have been the sixth grade, <laughs> uh, a friend of mine, uh, we were doing a vocabulary exercise, and I remember in particular one of the words was historian, and you had to use it in a sentence. Mm-hmm. And the one that he picked was, historians are NPCs. <laughs> and I had to explain to the teacher what that meant. And that was, I just always remembered that. Historians are NPCs. Okay. That's funny. Uh, so I gave you one point for that. Reasonable. I, I thought you, fairly certainly you would know you got about NPCs. You got two for that one. Oh, huzzah. I, I was hoping that it had not quite percolated since <laughs> you're, you're not as much of a gamer uh, as, as certainly as I am and I was fairly certain that you weren't playing D&D in the 80s, so no. maybe that one had slipped by you. I mean, I, I had at least one sibling who was. Shout out mm-hmm. to my brother who might be listening. Yep. Um, but, uh, yeah, no, I picked this up in, in later days of the, the video game slash internet era. Yep. Question three uh, asks us, uh, what city was the old version of built in 1683 by the Mughal emperor Shah Jahan? Uh, Shah Jahan was in India, mm-hmm. modern day India, uh, and old being emphasized so heavily in that question, it just immediately made me think, well, then there's a new Delhi. Mm-hmm. Is there a new, any other city in India that I know of? I feel like if there were, there would be more of a hint to it in this question <laughs> because it just, it makes sense that that would have been old Delhi. Mm-hmm. So I said Delhi. I had much the sim- a similar train of thought. Um, I uh, um, the the qualm I had about it was was Shah Jahan the person who built the Taj Mahal? I think he also was that. Yes. Okay, so I know that is located somewhere else, and I couldn't think of the name. Agra. Okay. I think Agra. 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 Yeah, that's I. I knew it started with A, and mm-hmm. I couldn't grab it all morning. Mm. But I also had the same, you know, thought about the old ver. The, you know, I don't know of old Agra or new Agra as a phrase or or whatever that um, other you know <laughs> city name that might have my brain might have made up for me. Uh, and so I came back to Delhi and thought that yeah, probably that makes sense that there was an old uh, city that maybe wasn't even located in the same exact location as the new city. Mm-hmm. Um, and that, you know, might have been, uh, you know, if that was built by Shah Jahan, then the the new Delhi might have been, uh, you know, built up in a different location at a later date. Mm-hmm. Not that I know any of this history. I just was kind of surmising that um, it made sense to me that if there was an old city then there'd be something called the new version of that city. And so I also put down Delhi. And that was correct. You got one point for that. You're at five. I gave you two for that one. Reasonable. Mm. Puts me at six. Right. Question four asks us, uh, what executive order did the 13th Amendment codify? I just figured this had to be the Emancipation Proclamation. Um, 
you know, given that uh, that's what it was, effectively, it was a presidential order that um, that slaves be freed in, in those particular states. And I, I know that it's been, you know, the, the constitutional constitutionality of it has been questioned. Um, and so, yeah, I didn't, I, if this was going to be something else, then I just don't have the depth of history knowledge to know what that would have been. Um, so I put down Emancipation Proclamation. Uh, yeah. 1863, Lincoln issued the Emancipation Proclamation. Mm -hmm. uh, as you alluded to, it did not entirely end slavery in the U.S., mm -hmm. um, but the 13th Amendment, which, was, which took about a year after the Civil War ended in 1865 to pass, mm -hmm. it was 1866, three years later. And it uh, outlawed slavery, except in, uh, as a punishment for a crime, right. which is why uh, loitering laws became a thing. Mm. And uh, yeah, so it was the Emancipation Proclamation. And that was the correct answer. And I gave you one point for that. I gave you zero. Oh, really? I was fairly certain you'd know that one. Wow. Okay. I'll take that as a compliment. <laughs> Question five asks us for the first names of uh, the characters played by William Powell and Myrna Loy in the Thin Man movies. Uh, these are the Charles, Nick, and Nora. Mm -hmm. uh, that phrase is just in my brain. I've seen a couple of those movies. They were delightful, as I recall. And yeah, it was Nick and Nora. Mm -hmm. Same. Um, I uh, I have watched several of these Um and they are just charming, you know, sort of jazz age detective kind of um, lighthearted, you know, mystery stories. Mm -hmm. uh, I did have to, I always have to double check my thinking um, because the other slightly lighthearted jazz age detective stories that I know of are the Tommy and Tuppence novels by Agatha Christie, which okay. I've enjoyed several of as well. Um, but I once I kind of thought of that, I'm like, no, this is definitely Nick and Nora. I remember that part and just wanted to make sure I'm not, you know, picking the wrong uh, two yeah. <laughs> names out of that set of four. Um, and so once I had that kind of cleared out in my head, I put Nick and Nora or Nick, comma, Nora. Uh, yeah, they, it is a very sticky pair of names that you could easily just kind of insert into your brain and have it be wrong mm -hmm. yeah but this was it was correct this time okay they were looking for nick and nora you got three on that one. Oh wow okay. i thought it was just obscure enough that you might not have picked it up okay what did i get uh you got two. two um just because yeah i didn't know if you'd remember that specific um reasonable you know yeah it's pairing it's it's, it's yeah. like the and, yeah. it, it's mentioned in the movies a fair bit i think in association with that but i just again a specific name it's easy to you know potentially mm -hmm. uh um just sort of misremember yep and question six what are the real names of cary grant tony curtis and joan crawford was uh, featured on what television series so this one, I honestly, my brain just went straight to Saturday Night Live thinking of Celebrity Jeopardy. Um, I think some of our friends did this too, yep. where just figure like that sounded so perfect to me as a setup for, you know, one mm -hmm. of those exchanges between Will Ferrell and um, uh, anybody else, really. But Norm well, MacDonald did, else. Norm did, did a lot of those. Especially. Okay. 
Um, and so I didn't really pause to give it a second thought about what other shows might have featured Jeopardy sequences in them. Um, so I put down Saturday Night Live. Wow. Uh, I said it was Cheers because that was the yeah. that was the question that tripped up Cliff Clavin. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, that, <coughs> excuse me. Uh, I was surprised at how hard this played among both of the people that I discussed questions with during the day. Because mm -hmm. um, for me, it was just immediate. Like, that's, yeah. That's in the canon of trivia. And so mm -hmm. you know, even, even in somewhat difficult question or, you know, somewhat 40 years later obscure questions uh, about TV, I just figured that one's kind of famously uh, a thing. Mm -hmm. So, huh. Well, I watched Saturday Night Live a lot more recently than Cheers. Fair. You know, that was that was 35 plus years ago. So, um Yeah. Yeah, and wow. and and one single instance of the Jeopardy content in the show. Mm -hmm. Like yes, Celebrity Jeopardy true. was a repeating thing. Yes. Lots of other Jeopardy things have been on Saturday Night Live too. Mm -hmm. yep. So, oh, yeah. You yep. know, definitely That's more salient of reasonable. a link there. Oh, absolutely, yeah. Yeah. Well, okay. So mm -hmm. uh, you lost one point for that? Yeah. I and really you beard it. I, for I Pete's genuinely sake. had to consider whether to put that as your zero. Well, you should have. How <laughs> dare you? I should have, yes. What a jerk. Because I beard it. You sure did. So, wow. You should have dollied me. That's not fair. Would have been, <laughs> would have been more fair of me, I have to admit. So. Wow. You guys didn't see the subterfuge <sighs> of bringing himself the beer and hiding it so that I wouldn't see. <laughs> Uh, in the, the console on the couch here. The, the meeting that I told you I had, I, I had to go to the grocery store. Oh, wow. Yeah. You well, you even made out like it was a yelling meeting, which you've that had some of. That was the reason that I had to leave, yes. Uh -huh. I couldn't just tell you, oh, I have a meeting. Because mm -hmm. you, would, you would, being a You'll normal human, rational person sometimes. who is a decent spouse, would have just said, oh, okay, well, you know. Do it in the place where you usually do meetings, and I'll try not to be to be loud. No, well, but no, because because <laughs> I had told you that I was supposed to have yes, that was some other you know a, a meeting that needed to be not disturbed. Yep. So I, you didn't have to add the yelling part. All the betrayal I, I, and I lies that are happening as part I of this match. I don't appreciate it. I told it. you like, oh, I'm going outside to have a meeting. You may well have just said like, oh, it's fine. You can have your meeting you know, in your office because it's far enough away that I wouldn't that I wouldn't hear it anyway. I would have so been I had like, to make sure that I had a really good reason to leave. I would have been like, oh, good. He's getting a little fresh air and a few steps in. For yeah. gosh sake, yeah. I'm a public health professional. <laughs> I'm not going to suggest anyone not go for will, a walk during the I will point out it was raining. <laughs> I didn't so, know that. Yeah. I was in the basement. See, so if you if you'd known that, then I, I, I planned. I had an, you overplanned. I had to do a thing. There's no such thing as overplanning. <laughs> there is there is good amount of planning, and there is watery grave amount of planning. <laughs> oh boy! So is there ever? I prefer the former. Yeah. Well, congratulations. Well played. Thank you. It won't do me any good. I am mathematically mm. relegated, uh, but it's nice to at least have uh, uh, gotten more than my average of beers for the season. Sure. This is my fourth, mm -hmm. amazingly. Yeah. Second in a row. Wow. <laughs> Third this week. Indeed. Not bad after losing 12 in a row before it. Yes. And I, I can't feel too badly for myself in that I am 
still hanging on to a spot in the top 10 of our Arundel, which kind of was my goal for the season. I don't know if it'll still last through these last couple days. And of Mm -hmm. course, I've lost this match, so um, it may drop me down a little bit, although I think I only lost by a point. So not too hard in the MPD, at least. I appreciate that. Um, But yeah, I was definitely really hoping for you to like zero that tv question again which you should have done if you weren't a rude jerk um because television is like the best category in play for me today but i've been weirdly underperforming on tv and overperforming on game sport i don't know what it is about the skew of the questions both of those though i know so yeah but you still should have scored me with the stats that's how you should do things that's the main thing I'm 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 gonna look this one up and just be absolutely amazed if <laughs> our mutual circles of friends are are any indication. Mm-hmm. I'm just gonna be amazed at how how rough this one played. I'm sure the MCW is gonna be, you know, Saturday oh, yeah, Night so, Live. Yeah, based without on, question. Based on what everybody is telling us, yeah. Um, but yeah, no, it's a, definitely a famous bit of trivia about, especially among a crowd that is hyper aware of jeopardy stuff yeah like that's yeah you know, like that's gonna be a big factor yeah, in like this too. isn't just pub trivia and just kind of a random cross-section of people at the bar rather than like people who really do trivia right in, in learned league i'm surprised that so many people who are r- r- into mm-hmm. trivia enough to actually do this insane thing every day mm-hmm. oh well well it makes me think of um the question about the muppet show theme song from yeah. a couple match days ago yeah which played really difficult um, and kind yeah. of understandably because it was a nitpicky version yeah. of that question. That yeah. You could have gone with, you know, what was the show? Yeah. You could have gone with what was the house band because mm-hmm. that's the connection to the streaming series right now. Yep. But no, it was fill out the exact, the exact six words yeah. of this bridge to like, it's not even the chorus of the song or, mm-hmm. you know, um, anything like that. So they, it, we happen to, to know it and get it because we mm. were in a very specific demographic, really. Sure. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I think that there, you know, there may be that element to this yeah. question because because of the way it's structured. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, ask that like, is it? It's definitely common trivia knowledge that Cliff Clavin went on Jeopardy and lost hugely. Mm-hmm. And that kind of thing. But do people know what the question was so much? You know, that's, that's right. I think, you know, where you get into the, the weedy part. Um, I mean, I And so this could be just 50-50 to, yeah, is what yeah, I'm thinking, maybe. Reasonable. Like, yeah, like, I wouldn't have been able to reproduce the question. Right. Like, if, if, the, if the question today had been, you know, what what was the question that Cliff Clavin boned in Final Jeopardy? <laughs> I, I, I might have, I, I remembered one of those. Like, mm-hmm. I, I always remember it's character... First one's Cary Grant, because that's Archibald Leach. Okay. The other two I can never remember. Ah. Uh, either their real names or their or the uh, the stage names. I just... Right. That part's gone for me. Which, you know, honestly, that's an insane Final Jeopardy question that would never happen. Oh, yeah. Oh, my well, gosh. That's part Asking of, for that's three part of different the problem things? there. Like, yeah. yeah. But, um, but, yeah. And, yeah, it's... I, I recognize that that's more in my demographic than most. I just mm-hmm. figured that the the trivia connection to it, the Jeopardy connection to it, would have uh, would have embedded better for a lot of people. Yeah, but just I, not reinforced this is enough why for me. My defense is a pathetic, like five seventy five <laughs> this season. So. Well, yeah, I didn't really help you a lot with that, I guess, 
you put the one on it that's yeah. it's not much better so um but yeah well played thanks you jerk <laughs> i would like to point out i am mathematically relegated you are mathematically safe that is true which and next season is going to be the first time you have ever been in a higher rundle than me Thank God. For once I can be without you defending me, you know, accurately. Badly. Well, accurately enough if to win. If I defended win. you accurately, you would have gotten six points. Well, there's that. I defended you almost as badly as possible. Yeah, I guess that's true, but not badly enough. Yep. Well, well, I love you anyway. I probably do too. <laughs> But that is it for today. Uh, tune in on Tuesday for more post-game analysis if you can stand to. And remember... Don't forfeit. Don't cheat.